What's up, 1559 probably presents the Rundown Love & Hip Hop Miami, the official, unofficial podcast of VH1's Love & Hip Hop series. Yeah, that's right. I really paused, and I was like, no, I don't ever have to say MTV no more. <laughs> they don't have anyone. I want to your host, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? <sighs> I've been better, but you know, we here pushing through. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, as Mystical said. You uh, said what? Mystical said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. The sick and tired? Let me tell you, the conversation we're going to have on Equal Opposites, bruh. Tune in. I just want y'all to be prepared that it's going to be a long episode. Yeah. All right. This is episode 10 of Love and Hip Hop Miami. It's called No Shows and Low Blows. I forget, last episode's called Claws Out, I think. Um, I think I didn't say it. So, we picked... This was weird. All right. Y'all let me know. I got home around 7.17. Started watching it. And there was no commercial break for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, like, wait, what? I'm up here it looking. It was like a second because yeah. I watched it in real time. And I was like, I, I, I usually on commercials, I get in my phone or something. I got in my phone and it was back. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I was like, so I'm, I'm scrolling on here. Like I'm about to push ahead. And I said, wait, there's, wait. It, it faked like it was going to a commercial and it came right back. All right, let's get into this, man. So we picked right up with Flo hitting the stage by herself. No dances, no Trina, no response from the audience. Um, she felt like she was dying on stage. She said it the, looked like she was dying on yeah. stage. I ain't gonna hold you, baby. The, you didn't even, you didn't even do the dance moves yourself. No. Like you didn't give me a girl. You was a fish out of water on that damn stage. You look like you ain't never performed by yourself. Yeah, I was ever. confused. She said the crowd was expecting Trina, and now she is 0-2 at major Caribbean festivals. But I thought these were your fans. Here's my thing, though. They didn't even seem like they cared to see you whether Trina was that or not. That's the thing. I'm thinking, what are we doing here? Why why is this a storyline for you that you are failing at this right now? (laughs) And why not leave with that? Why not be like, you know what, y'all? It's me. Trina couldn't make it due to whatever. We finna turn up out here. Let's go. Yeah. Bounce that ass. Yeah. Bounce that. Like she nope. me. She was just it. like bounce that ass, bounce that ass. And then she came back crying. You look dry. Uh, you look dry. And then, okay, I got questions. I got questions. So like on Trina's verse, because we had talked about on the last episode that it don't seem like Trina was going to be part of the choreography bit anyway, which means you would have probably been dancing with your dancers while Trina did her part. Why you didn't give me some choreography? You could have did something. She didn't. She should have wrapped Trina's verse. <laughs> should have wrapped on listen, top of it. I had listen. had Gael or somebody come out there and like learn this girl's verse real quick. I kept praying. I was literally praying that Trina made it in time and walked on I stage with too. her verse. I, I was, was like, like please don't get this. L. I don't want her to have this L. So she came back crying over the performance and all the time she put into it. Her team tells her not to cry. She's a superstar. She felt like giving up on music. But then Marlon came in and was like, you did great. You know, you need to be celebrating instead of crying. And he encourages her like, yo, you got 10 minutes. But then after that, get yourself together. Go out in that crowd and mingle. And then they had the nerve not to show us go out in the crowd and mingle. That's what I was well open. I was like, oh, that'd be double. They should. Nope. Didn't see it. Claudia didn't like it because how can Marlon come here and calm you down, but I can't. So Marlon 
he asked Flo's sister Joyce, he said, Man, how you feel about these two? This is now Flo is nowhere around, but you know, how you feel about Flo and Claudia, you know, being scissor sisters or whatever, rubbing ladies rubbing what he said. And Joyce said, I don't know nothing about this. And you know what? I'm gonna exit stage right. Stage left, my bad. Uh and that was it for that. We going we got more. <laughs> we got a lot more. Trina does she has this live fan i feel like they put words together a live fan interview event okay promoting queens don't compete in trina day when this year trina day is going to be in honor should they make up events yeah in honor of her niece sugar who is going to be turning 18 who would have turned 18 the day after this event so they're going to celebrate her, her birthday uh cindy super cindy is interviewing her and she asked her how does she stay motivated you know, with, uh, you know, the trauma she's going through. She's like, I work to deal with the grieving. They and they then promote uh, Queens Don't Compete and how it's going to be an all-woman album. And guess who is at this event, y'all? The Hollywood Twins. They have been working as Sundays to build character, but they feel like it's a punishment. So they take matters into their own hands and they are in attendance because they got to show Trina what they're what they working with. So after that, Trina's like, all right, I'm out. They track this woman down. They jump in the elevator and just start rapping. And Listen, I heard on all the behind the music, people was like, I got my shot because I got up there and I started doing what needed to be done. And people had so heard me. I, as soon as they did, and I was like, great, it's not 1991. If y'all Yo, and so then, so like they were like, especially for Trina. Trina said, it's specifically Trina, though. <laughs> Trina was like, oh, okay, all right, and walked off. And then was like, oh man, that was a career highlight. It's only a matter of time for Trina's people to reach out. Meanwhile, Trina's head uh, talking there. I don't know who them two girls were who bum rushed me out. So how they gonna reach out? She gonna go exactly. Like, who was those twins? Then we head over to brunch with. The, oh my, this is the problem with this show. This is the problem with this show. This scene should have been rewritten. So Amara stops by Princesses and Ray J home to have brunch. She updates Princess on the status of her and Safari's relationship, a.k.a. they broke up. This is the first time Princess learns this, and she says, damn, because Amara invited, I mean, uh, she tells Amara, Ray invited Safari. Let's pause here, guys. If you still think they're together, why the fuck would y'all invite them separately? That makes no sense. Yeah. Who, who does that? <laughs> like, surprise. It ain't no surprise if we a couple. Yeah. Because we'd have been like, hey, I'm going over to Princess and Ray J. Me too. You know, Oh, you want to go to Princess and Ray J? Yeah, why me? would we come separate? All right, so Amara tries to exit, but Princess convinces her to stay. She's like, don't let her run you off. And then Ray finds out, like, oh, you're not together? Why? Nigga, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> y'all think y'all can fix it? Safari says, yo, I don't know what happened. Amara was on one. Maybe it was social media. Amara says, I just want a communication. Next thing, I'm being accused of being in the DR with the father of my kids. That's when Safari says, that's Ray idea. That's when I wrote, no commercial? Because they really was like, like that would have been a, yeah. Ray, and then it's Ray J lying. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, she was trying to tap into the culture, you know. And they, oh, no, listen to me. I wanted Safari to be like, nigga, that is not what you said. True. But there's a couple of things in here. I applaud Ray. I feel like there should be more men need to be honest about uh calling out good looking guys right so ray was like hey your baby daddy's a good looking dude i thought you was getting back in the sauce <laughs> so, so that's what as far as like see if he didn't say that i wanted to did this and 
Amara's right to be like, you're a grown ass man. You should trust me. I ain't never gave you no reason not to trust me, even though you didn't mm-hmm. gave me a few. They uh they end up talking alone. They talk about being open and honest and dealing with each other uh as public figures. They are responsible. Uh they probably shouldn't have put the video out at the birthday party. Uh we gotta talk about the trust part. She wanted uh she says she wanted to make him look some type of way publicly. It was all miscommunication. She was pissed, upset, disappointed, but she didn't hate him. And they hugged. And I wrote, I don't know if they're together. They just hugged each other. And I'm like, all right. It was the first time she was. It took me to, again, you and y'all wasn't in a relationship, right? That's what you told us. Y'all wasn't a thing. That's what you went out there and said on the live or whatever. Yeah, they were committed. And now y'all, y'all a couple. Y'all was a couple. I also wondered what Safari was talking about. Was Safari talking about her picture? I guess because he was like, it's it's amazing that, you know, she got mad at me for, you know, social media because the same thing just recently happened to me. I was like, were you referring to her or was it something else? I'm confused. All right. Let's talk about this weird ass radio interview that Sukiana had with uh, Super Cindy. Super Cindy asked her, how has the music grown? So, uh, I mean, uh, Cindy says this. Suki says, I'm more confident. Casamigos is taking over the world. She said, oh, let's talk about another song that took over the world. Eating. Did you think it would go viral? Yeah, it will, I'm a viral girl. Casamigos also going viral. And she said, <laughs> Cindy says, well, because that, you know, the other song went viral. You think people are going to let you move on? Then she goes, <clears throat> You know, I'm on social media a lot, and I see you got beef with Mama D. You've been dog walked. Your OnlyFans leaked. Uh, you were saying some shocking stuff out there in London, out in London town. And Sookie feels like it's a trap, so she tries to get the paper from her, and Cindy snatches it back. Then she's like, "What am I doing? You can see it. Like, what are you talking? These are all the questions on here." Um, Sookie says, "You know, she went from raunchiness to righteousness." Here's here's the funniest. Where part is about. this interview? I don't think it it felt like it was shot for TV because it definitely never came out. Not even a piece of it. But then it was um, Sookie saying, you suck some dick. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, if I if I like a guy, you know, if, uh, you know, I'm an, I'm an adult, blah, blah. Shit, stop being that nice shit. You know, you did some shit. Let's talk about what I'm doing now, blah, blah. Protecting. It, yeah. Uh, and then I'll, afterwards, Sydney's like, Suki is not going to be a good fit for Queens Don't Compete. Suki is going to struggle if she can't articulate in a better way. Which brings me to another random thing that's like not news, but news. Bow Wow got on the interwebs and was like, can we bring back AR for new artists? Because we missing it. <laughs> Y'all not fully developing these artists before you put them out to the world. Okay. And we should probably revisit this because these interviews is blunt. Like, they not hitting. The songs ain't hitting. I can't, you know, I don't enjoy listening to music. Blah, blah. And I was like, I don't think people realize how important artist development is. Because in that particular scenario, Suki could have handled that interview better. She yeah. could have been like, you know what? I have done some things in the past and I know I've been viral for all of these type of things, but you know, each with each thing I grow from it, I learn from it. Yeah, and there's a way she could answer that question. Yeah, like, I, you, you know what, girl? That shit was wild. I was in a, try, a trying time in my life and that went down, but 
you know, I refocus my energy. I'm, I'm investing a different way I'm looking. So that's why I'm so here to promote Casamigos with y'all. Because this song, it shows a whole nother side yep. of Suki. You know what I'm saying? Like you, and that's why I was like projecting. You feel a type of way about thyself, right? Mm. Which is why every time somebody bring it up, you get up in arms about it. Instead of just deadening it after one interview. Yeah, it's almost like she doesn't own it. Like, just own it. Like, what can they do? With you? In the end, to me, the things that she gets brought up about her past, none of the stuff she did was illegal. You got to sit like, you got to think about what Chris Brown, other artists have like, they did things that were illegal or morally wrong and they still had to sit there and be like, so what were you thinking that day in that car? What did you, you ain't yeah. getting none of that. You're going to be like, yeah. yo, I thought it was going to be sexy. It didn't work. Uh, Mama D called me out. Blah, 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 this. Man, I was just saying wow shit out in London. They they loved it. Whatever. Whatever's good. And move and on. And push forward. <laughs> yeah. you, let, you, you let this stuff take over you. That's what I thought. I was like, where is this interview? Because it couldn't have been real. It couldn't have happened. No. And like, two, our, our artist development like let's run this shit back and well, i see, believe there should go back well, to well i agree with bow wow but we aren't the we it's the labels who don't that was a department in labels and they ain't gonna pay yeah. that money they're like we making too much money off this exactly was, i saw um what was it was it on twitter or something like that or maybe it was on i was on um reddit but it was an article artist called mariah the scientist right mm-hmm. And she was doing an interview and I didn't even see, I just saw the headline that said, um, Mariah, the scientist credits, you know, these hole in the wall events or like performances she was doing where the crowd booed her or whatever, because it made her better. And it made me think about, you know, we just saw the BT hip hop awards and I'm like, and somebody said that these new artists don't get that. As soon as they get hot, they get thrown on a festival scene and they, they don't know how to perform. And I'm like, yeah, because you sit there and sexy red is sexy red, but she don't know how to perform. And she ain't going to no. learn to perform anytime soon because she's pregnant now. I'm like, yes. you, you got to learn how to perform. The way, the way equal, no, real talk, equal opposite should be a, <laughs> need to be a video episode. Because the way my face was stuck. Oh, <laughs> I don't have shit against sexy red. Girl, do you? Whatever. But the way my face was stuck, and it sucked because it was coming off of the baby. And the baby, contrary to people, whatever people feel he about perform. him, performs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. my man's had, he had stage. Energy. He had, yep. dance, he was he giving had charisma. a theme. He yep. had personality. He had charisma. Costume change. Yeah. Come on. My man's gave what needed to be given. And then you had her come down here with the stank face body stance. Yeah. And I was just like, my whole, I had the stank face the whole <laughs> fucking time and i was like oh yeah i forgot she did a remix with him mm. yeah. then it was time to her to play ski and everybody's so hype off of ski and i promise you i had never listened to the words before for real and then i listened to the words <laughs> so i was like this simpleton ass i was just yeah. and, and not every song supposed to be lyrical and mind challenging and stuff like that sometimes you just need you know club records yeah but <laughs> i was just sitting here like you gave me nothing. And then, okay, maybe you didn't give me nothing because she was pregnant. Okay, maybe that's what it was. But I was just, it was the stank stance. It was just. <laughs> like, you didn't want to be was, here. So why should like I be you, excited? Like, come on. Help <sighs> me help you help us, lady. Okay, where we at? Date night. Claudia and Flo still does. Claudia still doesn't know where she stands with Trina. Says the team has said that she was stuck in a traffic jam. This I don't understand why either one of them signed up for this, this storyline. 
I like I'm not letting love and hip hop tell me that Trina's gonna be there and she's not gonna be there. And Trina, you shouldn't be dependable for nothing but Trina Day. Like I don't want to. I would never invite Trina to nothing. I don't think Trina gonna be at her own funeral on time. Like yeah, that's how bad it is. Like where Trina? She's she died a week ago. What? They have definitely been saying Trina been late for seasons. But yeah, like, she's, like no, for I'm good. seasons she ain't never on time for stuff. Claudia thinks. Trina doesn't respect the Haitian community. Y'all remember Trina has said some things about the Haitian community? <laughs> she had to apologize. It was at a club. She had said they eat cats and stuff like that. No, what? Trina. Uh, I don't recall. Because this has happened. Haitian. Let me put club. Let me see if that pulls it up. Yes. Miami woman. This is wait, this is wait. No, I don't need the video of this. I, Yeah, she said, get your dusty ass booty ass, you uh, cat eating ass bitch. She was saying, I don't know why they want to play it instead of just, you know, give me the what's name. So this was in August. Trina apologizes to Haitian community after calling Haitian women voodoo bitches. So uh, that's what that's what Claudia. She's like, yo, if it was if it was, you know, rolling loud instead of Sunfest, if you were Cardi B instead of you, she would have been there. But then she says, Claudia. Uh, Claudia brings up being a friend. Also, by... you don't need some type of people in your ear either. The, are you talking about Claudia or are you talking about who are you talking about? Claudia, I guess that's who said it. Claudia was offended by Marlon talking about them to uh, <clears throat> about them dating to Joyce. And this is when Flo says, Yo, if Joyce is Joyce is the snitch of my family, so I might need to tell my mama before uh, everybody else find out. And Claudia said, Gael dates women. Yeah, but Gael don't do nothing serious, so nobody care about Gael. <laughs> Gael's smoky. I just, I'd be she's just high saying something. Um, Trina Day is here. Trina thanks the crowd for coming out, hoping they have a great day, having fun. The Hollywood twins are also here. Where's Trick Daddy? He need to be watching that them. That part. <laughs> I uh, figured Trick Daddy would be in Trina Day. I thought so too. So they were like they surprised oh, Trina hasn't reached out. Snoop is the brother Snoop, name. I thought so. At no point did Snoop want to go to Trina before you brought the Holiday Twins over. I thought that was dumb too. Did so I called them Holiday. Sorry, yeah, Holiday Twins. <laughs> Trina, <laughs> so so Trina and Bobby talk about Sugar real quick, and then the twins spot Trina's brother Snoop. They ambush him. He put his little arm around. He been messy this I'm whole so, season. Why you take their word that they was trick nieces? Like you ain't got no fit facts on this. You just took their word for it, and you. You Trina's first of all, you Trina's brother. Yes. Trick and Trina has been in this game for like 25 years. You ain't never, <laughs> ever, ever. Trina, too. We ain't never met these girls. Never met them because meet he... them at seven. Yeah. We ain't meet them at 10. We ain't meet them at 13. We don't know shit about these people. Yeah, he only recognized her from the elevator. He was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Y'all get on my nerves. As soon as he brought them over there, Trina was like, get them out of here. This for family. And they were like, that was awkward. Like, oh my God. You think? All right. Flo is finally going to reveal her relationship with Claudia to her old school Christian Haitian mother. The mama surprised me at first. She said, this is America, a free country. You can do whatever you want. I said, okay, hold on, mama. But be with this woman. Yeah, she said, but you're going to have to find somewhere else to resolve your problems with Marlon. 
can this woman help you raise three kids? I am team modeling to the death. Then Gael jumps in and calls Flo disrespectful. How can she make you happy? The mama said, this is enough. I'm going to leave. So Claudia and Gael go back and forth. You know, you fucked her husband. And then Claudia throws out and then she, Claudia throws something at her. Gael called her trash. The mama came back and said, see, you are trash. Your monkey ass should have stayed quiet. Claudia goes to the car while Flo and the mama talk. And the mom says, did you ever think about how I would feel? I am Marlon, Marlon, Marlon. And that's it, y'all. <laughs> Claudia goes, this is the first time I dated somebody and they didn't like me. The family didn't like me. I was like, yeah, okay. All right. This is the dumbest shit I have ever witnessed. This whole woman, whole grown-ass, adult-ass woman, sat here and bad-mouthed this lady, Claudia. And we just, in, in a root, I'm talking about praised Marlon. Mm-hmm. As if he didn't, how is you okay with this? Can we know you okay Because a man going to be a man. That's what that's how her mama feel. Like, she okay. He take care of them kids. Maybe had he cheated with somebody other than my sister, <laughs> nah. I could have probably maybe tried to work past this, go through some counseling. I don't know. But my sister, my very much big ass sister, she not trash though. Claudia trash for sticking by me, yeah. supporting me, building a relationship with me. She trash. But Marlon and Gael is not. Nah. Marlon. Two plus two does not make four. And I am not understanding. Marlon is a good man. He is a good father. <laughs> he just want to spread I his seed everywhere. Call, let me tell you, I ain't never one called my mama out their name. The whole time watching this, I was like, girl, if anybody trash, it's your mama. Yeah. All right, man. We're wrapping things up. After that interview, Suki needs to vent, so she visits her sister. She felt the interview was really a reality call. She felt betrayed and felt like Cindy was used to, used a hard moment to exploit her. She she feels like everybody else does, and she cussed out uh, Cindy so bad that she cried. Why bring it up? It was a mistake. And they so they weren't clear. We weren't clear what she was referring to, but Love and Hip Hop flashed across them. The dog walking, so I guess she cries. Her sister consoles her. I ain't see no tears, but okay. She walks off to the bathroom. The producers ask if she's okay. She says she doesn't know. She is growing. She wants to give up sometimes. And people have to accept both Suki and Destiny and tells the camera to cut off. They just shut the door. (laughs) They didn't cut no camera off. And that's how it ended, man. Next time, it looks like Suki didn't show up for Zoe. And then we get Flo versus Trina, Von Shea calling out Amara. I don't was like this. Was it story. Flo or was it Gael? But yeah, it was just the family. Remember they had like this talk, oh, but it's gonna be okay. Gael later on, uh, who's gonna be the the, the mascot. Von Shea calling out Amara. I I promise the better storyline is Von Shea and Gunplay together. Just trying to figure out a young girl, quote unquote, trapped by an older man who's an addict, and she's a first time mom. So. But the Amara thing, because y'all know Amara, who's old girl name? Jojo? Uh, Jojo tried to fight Amara. Amara's not a fighter, so it doesn't work. None of this works. Shay had beef with Amara don't fight. So I don't know why they want to go to that well with like, oh, now you got to call on Amara constantly. 
Uh, then Fable. It's like getting on stage. Yeah. Telling all these <laughs> random people. And if Safari don't say nothing there, then you know they done. Because Safari didn't be like, uh-uh, cut that. We ain't, we ain't doing that here. Fable and Shay, I don't even know what this is about. Accepting it to the family. Who is Shay mad at afterwards? She's like, that's such, such she grandmother. Mad at fact. She was mad at Fable. She was like, you don't have no respect for your daughter. And that's her grandmother. Yeah. That's, that's what she was saying. That She's mad at Fable. <sighs> but the whole thing. Mm. Okay, let's get into news and rumors. This whole thing make my ass itch. All right, let me see. Where do I need to start at? Oh, Shakana opened a funeral home. I forgot about this story. I thought you were going to say Shakira. I'm about to say, what's she do? Love and Hip Hop Atlanta star Shakana Anderson is expanding her business portfolio with a new venture. On September 21st, the celebrity hairstylist announced that her revival funeral home service was, quote unquote, open for business in Manchester, Georgia. In That's a, a good business. Yeah, in a since-deleted Instagram post, the entrepreneur listed all the services available. Do, 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 do. Let's see if anything in there. Quote, from planning to final for re- farewell. Farewell. What am I doing? We're here to for you every step of the way. Together we create a meaningful tribute to a life that will never be forgotten. Okay, so it's a good business to be in. Uh, what else I got in here? No. Um... That's equal opposite shit. Uh, so, Love and Hip Hop's Von Shea gunplay caused our daughter's heart defect with undercover drug use. Oh, where's my. Did I bring my. Oh, hold on. when i saw this story i was like how you just gonna blame this dude for you know the baby blah blah blah. but i think she was talking about um what the doctors had told her because of his heavy drug use it could affect the baby and then he felt bad about that happening i'm trying to see if i could pull up the video of it of her talk she'd be doing a lot of talking I'm just letting y'all know. The reason why my daughter had a heart defect is because of his drug abuse history. Like, he was the cause of her defect. Y'all could Google this. Anybody who abuses cocaine, ketamine, which he did too, he actually owed you know, ketamine twice. Cocaine, ketamine, all those type of things, like, it causes cognitive, like, disorders and dysfunctions and shit like that. So, that's why my daughter's heart was fucked up and he took it really hard. And I just wasn't with it. Like I told him once I found out about his history, I was like, look, the moment you start using, I'm out. So I thought giving him that ultimatum was going to like keep him doing well. Clear that shit went out the window. Okay, see, someone just said he stopped doing it right before he got with me, but he's been doing that. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I did not know that. I'm just not finding out. And when I did realize he started using, that's when a lot of our fights were starting. I would ask him like, why are you sniffing like that? He's very yellow. So it's like his nose would be super red. And he'd be using like the Afrin little nose spray. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, it's just allergies. I believed it because allergy season down here was bad. So I was just a dumbass because I don't know if they're going to air it correctly. Probably not. All right. So that's one part of this, her story. The other part, I have a couple of Von Shea stories in here. Where's the other one at? Gunplay lost custody of a child. Did you see that? 
Yeah, I did. So the courts made a final decision on Monday. I think this was last Monday. A decision that can only be reversed if his estranged wife, Vonshay Taylor Morales, requests the court grant him custody, which seems unlikely considering the alarming chain of events that dissolved their marriage. We're told gunplay is only permitted to see his daughter virtually through an app called Talking Parents, and visits have to be set and monitored by the court. Per the source, Vonshay is also request- requesting child support in the amount he pays excuse me, will be determined during a later court date. The embattled rapper has missed three previous hearings regarding the temporary restraining order Vonshe currently has against him. If he misses the next one, the TRO will become permanent and it will keep him away from his daughter until she turns 18. This, this is a mess. I only feel bad for the little baby. Uh, Y'all, I mean, Vonshe is young, so I'm, I'm, but still, she had a mama tell her, you had older people who was trying to hip you to the game. Um, there, it looks like another city's coming. But guys, we already told y'all. If y'all don't remember, there's a refresher. If another city happens that is not New York, that is not Hollywood, and we decide to do it, it's Patreon only because this is a lot of work. But it looks like Love and Hip Hop Houston is in the works again. The Jazz and Brand exclusively reports that Love & Hip Hop Houston is reportedly in the works once again. You may recall that in 2016, rumors surfaced that the reality series was making its way to the Texas city. At the time, it was speculated that the cast would include Johnny Blaze, Megan James, DJE, professional boxers slash twins, Jermel and Jermel Charlo? Wait, so they got... Oh, Jamal is one in Jermel. Okay. I was like, they got the same name? Um, J. Prince Jr., and promoter Lil Keith. Music artist, well, who cares all about this? Anyway, they, they're looking like uh, they're trying to do it again. And then Lil Scrappy had posted some things about it looked like it's that time. And now they don't know if he was referring to him moving to Houston or leaving Love & Hip Hop altogether. Because uh, he commented after seeing the post about Houston. He said, this is why I have an announcement to make. Laugh out loud. It's time. He ain't got no other job, so he probably will go to Houston. Well, how you gonna go to you got two you, all your kids are in Atlanta. But <laughs> I mean, I guess you could just shoot there for a second. And I think that's all I got. I don't think there was anything else. I'm making sure. All right. That is the episode. Let me see. What was this thing? Gunplay. Oh, yeah, this is nothing. Gunplay's estranged wife says the rapper was broke and decided to purchase Rick Ross a chain despite financial hardships. Also claims they lived off her father's money. So Amara was right. <laughs> she said, yo, can't be buying no chains and we try to do GoFundMe. And you was mad at her about this. You People really be marrying people they don't know. Like that's 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 the, the lesson we should learn today, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, that is the episode. Sorry about last week, but we gave y'all two. We got two more to go. If there's not a reunion, and then y'all can hop over to Equal Opposites because by then, um, Potomac will be back, and that shit is just heating up. Poor Gordon, <laughs> Gordon, you. Well, I'm listen. It's a PSA to all these older men. Just, just think they just fucking with you for the money. So, if, <laughs> so if it, that come out to be the truth, you're not that surprised about it. All right, you can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. And say Shay, find me on Instagram, you find me on the Snappity Chat, and I means with the Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out the other podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, support on the Patreon, 331 240 1732. 
text, leave a voicemail. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says. Bye.